0: Sometimes you get a win, and sometimes you lose, and I'll tell you how I got a win this weekend. It wasn't Dana coming home, my lovely girlfriend Dana coming home. I got a win over Cleveland sports personality Andre Knott, all in good fun of course, until he said he was the best thing that could have happened in my career or something. He could have been the best thing that happened in my career. I will never live it down. And I was proved right because of his love affair with a receiver who is a number two at best. And he had a great game this Sunday. Props to him. Congratulations. Clap it up for Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. paints his car orange and people in Cleveland swoon, right? He never wanted to be here, according to Jay Glazer. My biggest gripe ever with these Cleveland sports personalities who love Odell Beckham and jerk him off. Was that they never put their name on it. They would say they had sources. They would say they had things to say about them. They would say they had people on the, in the know. If you could see my texts, they would say. If you could see my texts is like saying I have a girlfriend that goes to another school, you just don't know her. She goes to another school, you know, when you were in elementary school and you would say things like, yeah, dude, I have an iPhone but I can't bring it to school because I would break it. My mom doesn't let me type of shit, you know, and you would just lie. I'm not calling them liars. I'm just saying they, they just were never telling the truth. You know what I mean? Kind of shit like that. Which, if you want to say they're liars, that's on you. That's not me. I would never say something like that. I would never accuse somebody of that. But I will tell you this. This weekend I was proven correct by one Von Miller. If you're not aware, Von Miller is a football player, a good friend of Odell Beckham's, and said that when they were working out this summer, when Vaughn was talking about teaming up with Odell, Vaughn told Odell, or Odell told Vaughn, don't come to Cleveland, therefore ending the saga, right? What we all thought was true, Vaughn Miller came true this weekend. He made it so. And when I tweeted at Andre Knott with the story, and said, what say you? He sent me back the classic, I'm happy with my life tweet. Because he lost. And it's not about wins and losses until it is about wins and losses. So I got to win. You know what I mean? I got to win. In a world filled with losses, I got to win. And that's all that matters. So that's when it's put to bed. I'm the grim reaper of Cleveland sports personalities. I'm the last person they want to see. I've been arguing with some chick from Toronto who apparently is the biggest Browns fan in the world. Telling me Kirk Cousins will be the next savior of the Cleveland Browns. Add him to the fucking jersey. Put him on the jersey so we could just move on with our lives and I could just find a new fucking hobby for Sundays. Maybe I'll just become fucking Roblo. You know what I mean? Have I said that one before? Probably. I repeat myself too much. But what's it going on, dude? How was your fucking week? How was your week? Did you have a good week? And I'm telling you, it took me forever to get this podcast started because of two things. were in the way. Maybe three things. Let's do the math. One, I had the hiccups that I just eliminated before this podcast. I searched and destroyed, demolished them. Second thing was if this Apple, if an, if this company Apple, I don't know if you've heard of them, if they ever made a product that just fucking worked when you wanted it to, they would really take off. I don't know if you've heard of this company Apple. You could probably look them up on the stock market. They might be trading at a certain price. You can look them up. And if they ever make a fucking product that's easy to use, I swear to God, They will take off. They'll be the next fucking big thing. They might even be the next Tesla for all we know. Um, Or three, it's my own stupidity and I don't know how to use the product. So neither here nor there, I guess. And um, yeah, so that was was my week. I do have to give my props. I know everyone here, I do have some Bengals fans that listen to this podcast. I have some Bengals fans in my own extended, you know, circle. And I want to say this to Bengals fans. In your... Infinite wisdom of being a fan of a team that sucks, Ryan. What can you give us, Bengals fans, in the Super Bowl? Well, I've never been to the Super Bowl as a fan, and I have a fear that I'll never get there, right? I'll just die probably around 54. I'll just pass on without ever seeing a Super Bowl, and they'll all be like, he wanted to see a Super Bowl so bad. Look at these Instagram videos. Follow me at ryanwoods 2 S's and, and I'll tell you that I'm actually, I'm not rooting for anybody because I'm a hater, and I want nobody to win. I'm admittedly a hater. I want no one to win the Super Bowl, but I know there has to be a winner. In Cincinnati, I hope you win a Super Bowl this year because the Super Bowl and these dynasties, we were spoiled so much by Tom Brady that we believe that dynasties, and if you have a young quarterback, you'll be there forever, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. You got to get it done when you have the chance because these things are fleeting. Success in sports is fleeting in this day and age, because there's so many teams. There are 32 teams in most leagues. And if the Indians, now the Guardians, can tell you anything in baseball, you have to win it when you have the chance because it's not like you're going to be there every year. Fluky things happen. If I, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, for example, right? Imagine Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs after the 20, after the Super Bowl. Like, these things are fleeting. Like, imagine if I told you, like, if you would have told me in the... Spring of 2020, before we got locked up, you know, by the fucking government making this shit in a lab. Look, now Neil Young's going to pull his fucking music from my platform, from the platform here. I am on Spotify still. I know there's some confusion out there. I called Spotify, said I'm threatening to take my podcast down, and they immediately hung up. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll leave it up. I don't... I don't know. They were like, yes, this is Spotify. And I was like, hey, I'm going to take my podcast down if you guys don't get rid of Joe Rogan. I'm higher than him on the Apple charts. And like, he's not on the Apple charts. And I'm like, don't blow up my spot. And then they hung up. Patrick Mahomes has won Super Bowl, which would be great. But Chiefs fans, you're living in a different realm. Like, a lot of you guys are going to come at me, dude, you're a Browns fan. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, let me, let me show you this, Chiefs fans. You have to take advantage of these chances because players get older. Right? Pat. I think Travis Kelsey's going into his mid-30s. You know, Patrick Mahomes' contract is going to get paid 50 million bucks. I know the cap isn't real, money's not real, whatever. But these things are fleeting. So Cincinnati, you need to get it done this year. You need to get it done this year. Because think about what I'm about... Like, just listen to me for a minute. I know before you comment mean shit to me. Because you everyone's been mean to me online. And you know what? I might just have to... I might just have to duke it out with you. If I ought I want to tell you something, Cincinnati. Imagine, let's go back in time. Let's go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for example. It's the spring of 2010, I believe, or 2009. It's post-Super Bowl. Steelers had just defeated the Cardinals five years into Big Ben's career. Ben Roethlisberger, he's on his way. He's won two Super Bowls already. He's two for two. If you would have told Steeler fans, let's bet on, Ben Roethlisberger, I would if I would have told them, Ben Roethlisberger over two and a half, over under two and a half Super Bowls. What what do you think they would have all said? They would have all said over. And if I would have said, well, he's only going to make another and he's going to lose, and they would have, they would have taken all seven teeth they have, and they would have tried to bite off, bite the top off of a Yingling light, and try to stab me in the neck with it. You know what I mean? Imagine you're in Green. Let's go now. Go to Green Bay, where the people who've never tasted almond milk live. We're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where all they really have is football. And you tell them after Aaron Rodgers wins his first Super Bowl over the aforementioned Ben Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh Steelers, and you would have told these people that it'd be 2022 and Aaron Rodgers would still not have been back to a Super Bowl. Let's even go back to Pittsburgh and tell them, hey, Ben's also going to play for 13 more years after that Super Bowl. And they're only going to go to one more and only and not win anymore. They would do the aforementioned, you know, attempted murder. You'd go to Green Bay and you tell the people that never tasted almond milk, you would tell them, hey, Aaron Rodgers over under. That day, same day, the day after the Super Bowl, imagine being like, hey, Aaron Rodgers is only going to get, he's going to, one and a half Super Bowls for Aaron Rodgers. How many do you think? It'll be 2022, and you'll be in the same spot you were no more than 11 months later. Not in the Super Bowl, and you'll never make it back. They would have tried to beat you over the head with a spotted cow bottle. You know what I mean? This is all going to be beer jokes, by the way. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very bad at this if you haven't picked up on it. Nobody's ever threatened to take down their music because of my podcast, even though I am higher on the Apple charts than Joe Rogan. People don't know that. People need to know. Um. What I'm trying to say, Cincinnati, is you think you have a young quarterback. You think Joe Burrow is the best, and I love Joe Burrow. It's hard for me to root against him. It's only because I tried to give you guys back. After the Browns beat you last year, I tried to cut off Cincinnati, and I tried to give it back to Kentucky. I said, look, we I remember when we fought that war a long time ago. You just give us, like, something. I don't know what Kentucky has to offer. We'll give you Cincinnati. You stop. You know, you do something for us. I don't know what Kentucky has to offer. What is Kentucky known for? Who who knows? What is Kentucky known for? That'll be a Google search. That'll be something to get the people going. I'm going to Google here. Is somebody yelling at their phone right now? Dude, Kentucky's known for this. So what I'm saying, Cincinnati, is you have to win the Super Bowl this year. What is Kentucky known for? Here we go. Kentucky is also known for a blended culture, which includes horse racing. Oh, give us the Kentucky Derby, and you take Cincinnati back. Fried chicken, Kentucky fried chicken, Ryan. God fucking damn it. Stupid, 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 stupid. (sighs) And that's my sports take, man. You want to take advantage of the time you have, of the opportunities you get. Opportunity in sports is fleeting. Tom Brady and the Patriots run is not normal. And when Tom Brady fake retired this weekend to get back at Adam Schefter and now he's going to come back and win two more Super Bowls, I mean, that was a masterclass. You know what I mean? Tom Brady's probably still retiring, but dude, it's not normal to win seven Super Bowls. Do you understand? So when people try to sell me on Kirk Cousins, who's only won like one fucking playoff game, I'm sorry that I don't get fucking excited for a 34-year-old. God, ah, I'm going to pop a blood vessel. But how was your week, guys? Was your guys' week good? My week was good. We're all preparing for a storm up here. You know, when people talk about a snowstorm or like a winter storm coming, they talk about it like they live in, you know, Europe in the 1940s. They say things like, we're going to get hit pretty hard by this storm. It's not a fucking bomb, okay? I know they call it a bomb cyclone sometimes. I think it's supposed to just rain. It's supposed to be like a high of 42. Have we never seen rain? They just talk it up so much. And then people run to the grocery store. Like, we unknowingly went to the grocery store this weekend without knowing. I didn't know that this storm was caused. Like I don't, it doesn't even register to me that people run to the store to get groceries when there's a big storm coming. Like, they're never going to be able to leave their house again. What, you don't have like a little bit of sustenance? You guys know I keep a full turkey in the freezer. You know that. You don't have like blanket, like I'm so confused. It's not going to be like negative five. I don't even know what would cause me to go to the store and stock up on stuff. I'd actually want to have the least amount of shit. First of all, if you're going to say a hurricane, I'm not sitting through a hurricane. I'm not one of those people that's like, I'll ride it out. I'm fucking riding it out. Yeah. Like you're not going to find me. You're not going to be talking to me. I'm not going to be talking to the fucking newscaster who's forced to go stand in front of the stop sign that's waving back and forth. I'm not going to go there. I won't be there like, it's not that bad. You know, people never seen rain. I won't be doing that. I will be sitting at home or I'll be on the run. I'll just, I want the least amount of shit. I'm traveling with the clothes on my back and I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm not sticking around. Sticking around through a hurricane. You know what I mean? That's why we need less people. What did Joe Rogan do? What did he do, man? I'll get to some news. I'm sorry I talk so much sports. What did Joe Rogan do? What did Joe Rogan do, huh? Joe Rogan COVID claims. What does the science actually say? I heard he put a video out. Go watch it. He spends like nine minutes talking about something. Um. Joe Rogan, Spotify, respond. Here's NBC News. Dude, think about Joe Rogan, though. Like, I know I make jokes about Joe Rogan. And his Instagram comments are just this weird fucking cesspool of celebrities being like, ha ha, ha ha yeah, Joe, get him. Get him, Joe. You tell him. You tell those millennials. I just want to know, like, what did he actually say? I know he has doctors on. The Spotify CEO, what a fucking... Nerd. I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Guy, dude. Do some fucking... I mean, when you have so much money, you probably don't have to work out anymore. Unless you're Jeff Bezos and you're just getting fucking jacked. Rogan pledged to do my best. What did he... But, like, why was he... Is he under fire just because he makes podcasts? Dude, there's so many news out, So many news, out, news outlets covering this. Daily Mail. A deadline. Wall Street Journal, ABC7, Chicago, NPR. Dude, fucking NPR's on this shit. What the Joe Rogan podcast controversy says about the online misinformation ecosystem, ecosystem. Might as well be an ecosystem. I don't know if like an open letter urging Spotify to crack down on COVID-19 misinformation has gained the signatures or more. And by the way, Neil Young, Hey man, you made a song Rockin' in the free world and then promoted an album after this motherfucker works hard. I respect that. I respect that Neil Young says he's going to pull from Spotify knew he would get a reaction and then puts an album out. That's that's pretty fucking gangster. They're going to they're not going to pull down his podcast. They paid 100 million bucks. You know what I mean? Unless they can pay him, unless somebody can pay Spotify 101 million dollars, I got bad news for you. I got bad news for you. They're sticking around. They're sticking around. So, what was I doing this week, man? Ryan, what were you doing this week? Well, I started watching this thing called The Line on Apple TV, which I guess I have Apple TV. I have an Apple TV physically. It's really fucking confusing. You know, if you tell an f- over 50 year old that you have Apple TV, that I have an Apple TV, they'll think I have like the streaming service. They won't think I have like the little box. Like, I have an Apple TV box, but I also have, like, the streaming service, I guess, that comes with it. So I started watching this thing called The Line with, like, Eddie Gallagher. Please, no spoilers. I'm, I'm not done with it yet. I have two more episodes. Please. I haven't watched a TV show series in years. Years. Because I have a short attention span, and I also just don't want to think when I'm watching TV. What does that say about me? Right? So I'm trying to watch this line, and I was thinking about Bud's SEAL training. Because I was like, can I do, can I be a Navy SEAL? You know, it's a white guy dream. You know, if you're a white guy and you haven't thought about becoming a Navy SEAL, I mean, are you really... That's like a white guy thing. There's a couple white guy things here. Ready? To be a white guy, to be a full-fledged white dude, white dude, you got to... And I'm not talking about, you know, the Air Force monarchs or the Air Monarchs or whatever the fuck they're called. You don't have to do that. To be a white guy, you have to do a few things. One... Say, when it rains, say, we needed it. (laughs) We needed it. Two, when you cut the grass, you have to stand there and look at it when you're done. And three, you have to wonder if you could be a Navy SEAL. That's the three things you have to do to be a white guy. And if there's more, please email me, ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. Please. So here's the SEAL training stages. 1,000-yard swim with fins, 20 minutes or under. Okay. Doesn't seem doesn't seem so bad. Push-ups, at least 70, and then two minutes. I could probably do that. Check. I, I don't know if I could... I've never swam with fins on. My parents didn't have a lot of money. Like we weren't rich, so I never got. I never went scuba diving when I was younger. So, you know, I don't know if I could do that. So that's that's a maybe. Push-ups, 70 in two minutes. I think I could do that. I think I could do that. Pull-ups, at least 10 in two minutes? Yeah, I could do 10 in two minutes. I can do nine right now. And if anyone tells you they could do more than fucking 15, they're a fucking liar. And no, that's not my insecurity coming out. Curl-ups, at least 60 in two minutes. What is a curl-up? I have a Jeremy Scott coming on tomorrow. What is a curl-up? So this is going to make me look stupid. Oh, is it just a sit-up? Was somebody holding your feet? Oh, okay, dude, fuck. 60? Probably. I could probably do that. Four-mile run with shoes and pants. 31 minutes under. No. No, I couldn't do that. No, I couldn't do that. But, so, we're like, what? We're three. We're three of five. We're three of five. And I also saw they do, like, some... uh underwater shit where they basically drown. And so I'm out. You know, I don't want to drown. Respectfully. Like, respectfully, I don't want to drown. I don't want to drown. That's just me, personally. Um. In other news, Pete Davidson has AIDS. Should I do a little news segment? Should I put a little news background in this? I should. I'm going to edit in post. That's what people in the biz say. I'm going to edit that in post little news segment for you? I should do that. Let me do my little newscaster voice. Hold on. Okay, Kanye West is saying that Pete Davidson has AIDS and that he is gay. Seems that Kanye West is upset that, that Pete is out there banging his wife. We have more on that later and then on other news. The, the Beijing Olympics are looking to kick off, so when people boycott Spotify, it seems to fall on deaf ears. As the Chinese government is still making people go away, is Chinese tennis star, uh, I don't really remember her name. Let me search that up here. It doesn't seem to be coming across the prompter. Chinese tennis star, Peng Shui said that she was being um, sexually forced to do acts upon a former member of the Chinese government. She was gone because she posted something on the internet, and then she was disappeared. And then she said nothing happened. I never said those things. This is not the first time the Chinese government has made people disappear. And it won't be the last. And I think it's actually fucking hilarious. Please, Chinese government, do not kill me. Or take me away and threaten to murder me. I do not want to disappear. I think it's hilarious that you make people disappear. Imagine if Elon Musk just disappeared for like three months and then came back and said, No, everything is fine. I just went on vacation. In other news, uh, we have... That's it, actually. That's all the news I have. So that'll be that. Thank you for coming to the Into the Woods news segment. I'm glad we all got to enjoy that one. Um, let me tell you something. I do have something funny. I got into a huge argument about the national parks. What does that do with China, Ryan? I, wanna, I really wanted to talk... I just have China making people go away. That's what I put a note in as in. A note in as. Chinese... Make people go away. I'm just going to search that. Make people go away. And I do want to talk about the national parks because I was on some Teddy Roosevelt shit. No, um, oh man, this is all very sad. I don't want to read any of this. Um, yeah, this thing is hilarious when these people disappear. It's not hilarious because it's very scary, right? It's a really real big issue. But it's hilarious in the way of like they come back and they're just out in public and people are like, Hey, what about those things you said about that guy? Remember when you said that that guy was sexually harassing you? Is that still happening? And then they go, no, that didn't happen at all. That didn't happen. I never said those things. I'm perfectly fine. I was just sitting at home for the last three months, not talking to anybody. So that's hilarious to me. It's not hilarious, but it's also not hilarious. It's hilarious, but also isn't hilarious. You know what I mean? Um, in other news, national parks, national parks prices... You could buy a pass. And I got in this argument, because somebody was like, um, how much does it cost? Entrance passes to the U.S. National Parks. Children age 15 and under are free. Well, they can't fucking go. $80? That's not so bad. Military gets in for free? I'm taking that fucking test. I'm going to the fucking military. Um, senior pass is only 80 bucks Lifetime. That's bullshit, man. That's access pass. Oh, that's for people with disabilities. I have schizophrenia. Um, Volunteer pass. 250 service hours? Do you get to go for free? Oh, fee annual pass. Cost is a fee annual pass? I I was just on some Teddy Roosevelt shit. I didn't know that you had to, like, pay. I didn't know you had to pay to go to the national parks. I was just on my fucking TR shit, my bull moose shit, my man in the arena stuff. I was just like, dude, I'm going to go cause some ruckus at the national parks. Like if I would have drove all the way out to South Dakota, wherever Mount Rushmore is, where is Mount Rushmore? Is it in South Dakota? Where is Mount, where's malaria? No, Mount Rushmore. Uh, it's in South Dakota. So, like, if I drove all the way out to fucking South Dakota and I had to pay money to see those guys carved into the side of the mountain, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, are you serious right now? I'd be, I'd be honest, I'd be out of my mind. I'd be like, I pay taxes. I pay taxes and I can't get into the goddamn national parks. And they'd be like, "Sir, we don't deal." I'm like, "You, you take my taxes." I would just make it about them, you know, like the same way people that don't do that don't like COVID still are, you know, making fun of making examples out of the cashiers, like a giant eagle or something, They're like a Bucky's gas station when they have the. There's no way there's plexiglass up at a Bucky's. Ryan, take that back right now, Bucky's. No fucking chance they even know what COVID is in a Bucky's gas station. Nobody's ever worn a mask in a buck ease. You think anyone's ever worn a mask in a Piggly Wiggly? Fuck no. Fuck no. No one's ever worn a Piggly Wiggly. No one's ever worn a mask in a Piggly Wiggly. Dude, Piggly Wiggly is such a funny word to say. We gotta start throwing more words into the dictionary. If I was dictator, though, national parks would be free. And your tax dollars would work well. Would we even need taxes? I'd have all the money, um, and if I was dictator, we'd start using big words, such as "wonky." No, like different words, not big. "Wonky." Next time you're in a conversation, and you know you're not really paying attention, and somebody's just saying, you know, usually when you say like, "That's wild, man. That's crazy," when you're when you're tired of saying "Wow, yeah," be like, "Dude, that's wonky." You'll, this can either go two ways. If you say, that's wonky to somebody, they'll either be like, they'll either be stunned, just absolutely bamboozled, another big word that you could throw in, and they'll just stop talking to you, or two, they'll just be like, this guy's a psycho, and they will walk away, and you're done with that conversation. Bamboozled, another good one. Um, kerfluffled, that's a good one rancid is a good one nobody uses anymore ruckus bring the ruckus cause a ruckus that guy's causing a ruckus over there i'm going to cause a ruckus tonight imagine being with du- dudes rock imagine sitting at at a buddy's house on a couch and you're just you guys are getting ready to go out and you're like let's go cause a ruckus tonight and everyone's like fuck everyone either be like You'll know you're with a good group of dudes when they're like, fuck yeah, let's go cause a fucking, let's drink 17 Bud Lights tonight. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, and let's throw six Jaeger shots on top of it. Everyone's like, fuck yeah. Then you wake up next day, same couch, pee and puke everywhere, double peed up on the couch and the floor. You ruined the nice hardwood in your buddy's apartment that just has a radiator heater that doesn't even fucking work. You just ruined the floor because you peed and you peed, pee-peed, pissed and puked all over the floor. But you know what you did? You caused a ruckus, and it's a rancid scene. Talk about bringing it full circle. I mean, can he be stopped? Can he be stopped? The answer's no. I'm on a fucking roll. So what do we got? Bamboozled? Ruckus, rancid. What's the other one that I was just talking about? Wonky. <laughs> that shit's wonky. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw that into Sony. <laughs> That's a wonky ass song you got. This shit wonks. <laughs> Oh, Dana's back though. (laughs) So that's going well, you know, too combustible. You ever, people ask what Dana and I are like. I wonder if she's home. I'm going to say this and see if she reacts. If she doesn't react, no one's home. Maybe people are home. I don't know. I have schizophrenia, remember? You ever like, you ever have like a jumper cables and you ever like, oh, she is home. You ever have jumper cables and you hit the positive and the negative together and it just makes a spark. That's Dana and I. That's either a spark of love, a spark of anger, or a spark of fighting. Who doesn't love a good little fight in their relationship, you know? Who doesn't love a good little argument every once in a while to get it all out? I think people that bottle up and be like, we don't argue. Yeah, one day you're just going to blow up. And that's how you end up with that that fucking news article like uh, that Chris Watts guy. You know, one day you start seeing another woman... If you don't just let it out, you don't let your significant other have it every once in a while. And I'm not—I'm not talking physically, okay? Please don't get me in trouble. I'm talking about like you just let them. You know what? You don't fucking do that right, and you just go at it for a little bit. You maybe bring something up from their past that doesn't you don't like, and then you just air it out. Or in one day, you either do that, or one day you end up on the news, man, local man, stabs wife in the back, literally and figuratively. When she found out he was cheating, they got into a fist fight. That ended with her and a knife, a steak knife from the Emerald Glassy collection, stuck in her back. More at six. I did miss Dana, though. I miss Dana because I listened to my own podcast last week. That's how sad I was. But anyways, I'm going to go eat food now. I'm going to do some little editing, you know, like in the biz. Like, I'm in the biz, you know what I mean? I'm in the podcast biz. And I got Jeremy Scott coming on uh, tomorrow. I got an interview with him, and I don't know when I'll put that podcast out. But you'll get a for this week if you're listening this late. Thank you so much. Follow me at all the links below. Email me, RyanWispod at gmail.com. And I will see you same time next week. We'll talk Super Bowl, probably. We'll talk Joe Rogi'es. We'll talk Rocket in the Free World. All right? See you. Don't get, yes. don't get worked up this week. Take it easy. got to win.